Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I know that you have learned something from last year or sometimes ago. <laughs> well, I bring you greeting this morning from the International Irish Ministry and my family. It's an opportunity for me to be here to declare to you, Thou says the Lord. Amen. Amen. This morning, I came along with my co-workers in the vineyard of the Lord, Minister Solomon Vito, Minister Samuel Davis, and also our father in the gospel, Bishop Dan Honest from Georgia, Atlanta. He just visited Sioux for his first time. Yeah, amen. We thank God so much. Son David said, I was glad when he said unto me, let us go in the house of the Lord. So are you glad to be here this morning? Yes. Amen. I'm excited to be here as well. So this morning we'll go into the message. But before, I think we have something to show up here, the short presentation. I just want to give God all the glory for this ministry, King of Glory, here in Sufos. You are not only saying you love God, but you are also proving it by this. And International Irish Ministry, Children Rescues International, and Liberia as a nation, we appreciate your mission work, the great work that you are doing in our country in Liberia. Some part of 2014, when I went to Liberia to the orphanage center, our children, they were not having any safe drinking water. People were taking water from the swamp to drink. When I saw that situation at a time, it broke my heart, and I began to pray about that. And I said, God, even as I'm going by to the United States, please touch the heart of any kingdom-minded person to help me provide water for these people. And when I came by the special grace of God, King of Glory, your support to this project, this is a hemp pump that you have built in Liberia. So thank God so much for the hard work. <laughs> Hallelujah. Before most of our people, they were getting sick from the dirty water they were drinking. But since we accomplished this project, 2015, April 16, from that time, no one has complained about getting sick for, from dirty water. Even though they can, be, they can be getting sick from different sickness, but not dirty water. So thank God so much for your support. And remember, sometimes ago, you sent the school supplies to Liberia. And when they gave them to me, but how would I take this thing to Liberia? <laughs> to get it here is very easy, but how would I get this thing to Liberia? If I want to put that on a flight, 50 pounds is $200, and this one more than 50 pounds already. <laughs> so, and I said, well, we got to find a means how to ship this thing to Liberia. We, I want us to send a continent to Liberia. But people told me that it's not possible to ship a continent from Sufa to Liberia. And I said, why? They said, because South Dakota is not closer to the seaport, so it's not possible. 
So, and I said, God, he make a way where there seemed to be no way. Amen? Amen. So, by the special grace of God, we decided to work on the continuum pro- process. So, last year, October 31st, 2015, we were able to shape a 20 feet continuum from Sioux Falls, South Dakota to Morovia, Liberia. So, we give God the glory. And through your support, we are able to send the continuum. So these book bags, bypass, they are already reached to Liberia. Some clothes, some shoes, some food, like beans, rice, and the people receive everything that we send. They are so excited. So we give God the glory for your support. And through your support, the continuum is able to reach to Liberia safely. Amen? And as I said, we are running the orphanage home. Right now, we have 32 kids who are the beneficiary right now of children rescues. But the 32 kids, we also have some other kids who are on the waiting list. But because of the insufficient fund and also the small shelter that we have, we have four bedrooms and we have 32 kids living there. So right now we have 52 kids who are on waiting list, but we cannot include them because we don't have space. And also sometimes we are short of food. We can't gather the children without meeting their needs. But this particular kid from Ganter, but you don't know, but one day you will see the place and you will know. <laughs> Amen. This particular kid, both parents died from the recently deadly disease called Ebola. Both parents died. So how the child can survive? Every morning, every day, he will go from neighborhood to neighborhood finding food to eat. But when I went there, I saw the condition of the child. I began to share tears on his behalf. But right now, we don't have space. The building is so small that the two kids in four bedrooms I know if that's in America, they'll call police on me. <laughs> so what I did, I took him to one of my pastor's house so that he can be there until we can find place, space for him. And we have 52 kids who are on waiting list. So we are still praying for God's provision to extend our program to save life. They are still celebrating with a bypass that you send. Still celebrating with some of their clothes. Here, there's a village in Nima County where we have 57 kids who are on waiting list. And also, this is the village where I was born as well. So sometimes when I look where I was born, and I say, God, you have brought me this far, long distance. Even some people in my village right now, if I talk about America, they don't know America. And this area, we have 52, I mean, 57 kids who are on waiting list. But one thing that I want to say, that entire district, we don't have any medical care, like clinic. So common diseases that can be treated in America very easily, it kill our people. 
They don't have anything like medication. You will see some pictures where the elders are gathering, talking to Pastor Stephanie and I. If you go back to America, we are asking you people to talk to some other dieter or whosoever that have the heart of mission to build us a clinic. You will see the picture coming very soon. And also, as I'm going to Liberia, not just working with the orphanage, but also having a revival, working with some Ninde African pastors. You know, our country, we went through a civil war, 18 years of civil war. And now, for us, by the grace of God, through the civil war, the U.S. government has brought me in this country for evacuation. So now, if I'm going back to Liberia, the only thing that I need to take back to Liberia is the word of God. Only the word of God, the country needs to be transformed. So my mission to Liberia, when I reach there, begin to conduct leadership worship, revival service to the villages where the gospel has not yet reached. So some of the pastors that I've been working with, having leadership conference with them. Leadership conference in Ganta, Nima County. Some of the elders in Nima who talking to Pastor Seth, even though she's not a dieter, myself, I'm not a dieter, but they say if you go to America, maybe you can talk to somebody who have some medical background, at least in the entire district, and we can have a clinic. We save a lot of soul, a lot of life. People are dying for common, from common diseases because of no medical center. And also, as I said, the children that we have right now, 32, and we have four bedrooms. So at night, we use the building as a residential, but in the day, we use it as school. When the children sleep in the morning, we wake them up, take out their mat, and the play becomes school. And we are praying that the children will have their own school. Here in the United States, education, the system is better, it's 100% better. But by home in our country, it's very difficult to go to school. Very difficult. That's why sometimes, even somebody can be 15 years old in my country and you're in preschool. Myself, I was like 11 years when I was in preschool. So when I said this, my children can be laughing. They said, Daddy, it's not possible. I said, yeah, that's what we do in our country. If your parents don't have money, you can't go to school. So these children that we are gathering right now, they are the future leaders for tomorrow. Even though we might give them clothes, food, and everything, but if we are not investing on their education, what will be their future for tomorrow? And even you that are supporting them, when they become somebody tomorrow, the glory is going to God, but you yourself will be proud of them. But if we are not giving them any education, just giving them food, what will become their future tomorrow? And these people, they are our future leaders. So we decided to start their school project. And when we were there in November, the three weeks, there's the foundation of a school building that we have started. Some other people asked me, Pastor Samuel, do you have money to build this? I said, I'm walking by faith. I'm not walking by sight. I don't have money, but God will build the house.
That's another thing you are saying. That's the interstate, R229. <laughs> These are some of the problems, the bondage that our people are in. Sometimes some missionaries will leave from America, but when they get down from the airplane, they say, but I can't go to that place because no road. So people there is like they are in, the, they are living on an island, no way for people to reach there. But by the special grace of God, anytime when I leave from here, I say, God, the mission that you have called me to win the world at all costs, no matter what it takes, I must reach to those places. And it is my prayer this morning. Every kingdom-minded believer, for God to open your eyes to see where the need is. So that we, can, we will be able to reach to those people. So these are some of the challenges we have when we are going to proclaim God's word. Sometimes the car is not carrying over. We're carrying the car. We got to push. But I just want to bless God ever so much for you people, for your support. Even though you are not been to Liberia, but your support is doing the work of God. And I'm praying for you that wheresoever that you are taking your finances, let God open more doors for you. Every door that the enemy has shut before you, by the authority of Jesus Christ, I speak open door upon your life this morning in Jesus' name. Now, it's time for the word to come forth. Hallelujah. Are you ready to receive God's word? Turn with me very quickly in the book of Philippians chapter 3. Philippians chapter 3, verse 13. Shall we stand up on our feet for the honor of the Lord? Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth to those things which are before. Let us pray. God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, we thank you. We give you the glory for who you are. I have been searching among the other gods, but there is no one that I can compare to you. Your love is endured forever. Father, we thank you. We worship your holy name. Your word is about to come forth. I cannot speak, but you speak through me that I will be able to speak to your people. Fill my vessel with your Holy Spirit this movement. Thank you, Jesus. We honor you. Prepare the heart of your people to receive from you not from me. Let me decrease and you increase to the highest. Take your glory, Father. Take your glory, Son. Take your glory, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' precious name, somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. May you be seated in the presence of the Lord. God bless you. God bless you. From the scripture that we just read, I would like to speak to you today 
on the team, be focused. Be focused. That's something I want you to take home today and share with family, friends, whoever. Turn to your neighbor. Say, neighbor, be focused. Do you know your neighbor, right? Someone who lives right by you. Just turn to the person and say, neighbor, be focused. Amen. Be focused. Apostle Paul said, I come not myself to have apprehended, but there's one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth to those things which are before me. In life, everything you are doing, it requires focus. If you want to obtain Jesus Christ, you need to have focus. Hallelujah. Excellence in life demands undivided focus to a cause. A distracted person never gets anything done. Only those who are unfocused are being focused. Anyone who watches the spectator rather than get focused on his race will never win. Apostle Paul, he was a man of focus. And the Lord of focus demands that you let go of nice things that do not matter. Paul's absolute focus gave him absolute willingness to let go of nice things that did not matter to him. He disguised his heritage, a Hebrews of Hebrews. His pure lineage from the tribe of Benjamin. And the Bible said he narrowed his focus. He narrowed his focus. And today, that's the problem most of us we are going through. We don't have focus. Hallelujah. We don't have focus. He wants counter as gain, but counter everything as garbage. The only time you can obtain Jesus Christ, there are some other things in life you got to let him go. If you don't do, it will not be easy to serve Jesus faithfully. There are some other things we got to let him go. So Apostle Paul, he counted some things, some other things in life as garbage just to obtain Jesus Christ. No wonder his key phrase. But this one thing I do know, I press forward to win the prize. And we have some other characters in the Bible who forewent all things to focus on God's plan. For their life, including Abraham, including Joseph, including Moses, including Stephen, including Paul. And just to mention this field, life, we need to be focused. We need to be focused. What you set your heart on will determine how you're going to spend your life. This morning, church, where are you focusing? On this morning. Do you know sometimes we are in the church, but our heart is not in the church? It's not how long you have been in the church, but where you have placed your focus. I came by to encourage you this morning. 
to put your focus on the kingdom of God. To put your focus on Jesus Christ. Don't be distracted. Hallelujah. What you set your heart on will determine how you're going to spend your life. The better you set your heart on the kingdom. Because that's where we are going tomorrow to spend our eternity. The Bible says, this world is not our home. We are just passing through. But our citizenship is in heaven. It's better that you set your heart on heaven now. This world we are living in is so large. And there are so many things that will distract you. There are so many sources that will discourage you. But I came by to let you know, do not be discouraged and do not be distracted. Do not allow anything to shift your focus from the plans of God. As the word of God said in the book of Jeremiah, God said, I got a plan for you. A plan not to hurt you, a plan not to harm you, but a plan to give you hope and better future. He got a better plan for you. So do not allow anything to shift your focus from being on God. Hallelujah. You must fight against anything, such disasters. Watch out for those who are going nowhere, but who will want to break your focus. Sometimes you have some friends, you have some other people around you that are there to break your focus. I know that every one of us here, we have visions, we have dreams. But sometimes you, must, you should know who you are sharing your vision with. Because all those people, they are there to break your focus. Hallelujah. You must have your target and focus on it. Do you have target this morning? Do you have target? You must have your target. Successful people are those who get, who get their focus on their goals and dreams. Any successful men or women that you see are those people who always get their focus on their goals and their dreams. Hallelujah. Where? Opportunity is all around you. But what matters is where you put your focus. There are so many opportunities around you. And there are some, it might seem to be like opportunity, but it's not. It's not every object that is shining is gold. Some are counterfeit. So there are so many opportunities around you, but know which one you are putting your focus When you focus your attention, you create strength and momentum. Do not be a judge of all trade, or else you'll be a master of none. Today, you are seeing some of us, we are believers in the church, but yet still, we are still serving in the world. And the Bible said, no man can serve two masters. How will you alone have two gods to serve? How will you have two gods? You need to narrow your focus. You need to narrow your focus. As I said from the beginning, focus is anything that consumes your time, anything that consumes your energy, anything that consumes your attention. 
Do not allow the devil to break your focus, church. Because that's the plans of the enemy. The thief comes not only to steal, but to kill and to destroy. But the Son of Man has come that you and I, we can have life and have it in fold. Do not allow the devil to break your focus. If he succeeds, he can terminate your dream. And God will not be happy with you. That's why he said in the book of Matthew chapter 5, verse 29. Jesus said, whatever part of your body that will break your focus, cut it off. Hallelujah. He was encouraging his disciples to keep their focus on the kingdom of God. Today, most of us believers, most of us Christians, our focus is broken. And broken focus is one of the problems Christians are going through right now. If your focus is broken, there are a lot of things that happen. Whenever your focus is broken. That's why I tell people all the time, whenever your focus is broken, you don't know what to do. Even sometimes when you're driving in traffic, you cannot just avoid an accident. But whenever you lose your focus, the next thing is accident. Why you lose your focus? Amen? Focus will demand priority. If you don't have focus, you don't have priority. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33 says, First seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things will be added unto you. So we, the Christian believer, our first priority as a Christian is to first seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things will be added unto us. That's your first priority as a Christian. First seek the kingdom of God. But today we are seeing that most of us, we don't want to seek the kingdom of God, but we want to seek every other thing before coming to Christ. You are getting it wrong. There are some other people, when you talk to them, I will come to Jesus whenever I get married, when God gives me my husband. If I build my nice house before, I can give my life to Jesus Christ. If I sit in my dream car before, I can give my life to Jesus Christ. You are getting it wrong. Our first priority as a Christian, the Bible says, first seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things will be added. Did he say something in your Bible there? But in my Bible, he said, all things will be added unto you. What a husband will be added unto you. What a wife will be added unto you. What a riches will be added unto you. But first seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things will be added unto you. Hallelujah. Keep away. You need to watch out for friends that break focus. Keep away from listening to things that will break your focus. Quit the environment that will break your focus. A broken focus is the beginning of an accident. A broken focus is the beginning of a disaster. I don't want you to be involved in an accident. The race that we are running is so tough. It takes the grace of God to take us. I don't want you to lose your focus. It doesn't matter how long you've been in the church. I don't want you to lose your focus. 
If you want to obtain Jesus Christ, there are some other things in life you need to let them go. Sometimes it might hurt you, but you got to let them go. The work of God requires sacrifice. If you refuse to sacrifice for Jesus Christ, you are not going anywhere. There are some other things we got to let them go. Hallelujah. Once your focus is broken, the images you see will be wrong. Whenever your focus is broken, the whole images that you will see will be wrong. Sometimes when you see blue, you take that to be black. Why? Because your focus is broken. And today we are seeing this in our community. We are seeing this in our generation. Our focus on the kingdom of God is broken, so the way we see Christianity is different now. Sometimes we even take the social club and bring that in the house of God. Why? Because our focus on the kingdom is broken. We are seeing Jesus now differently. Sometimes we take Jesus now to be like a Santa Claus, but he's not. Why? Because your focus on the kingdom is broken. You cannot see the truth now. Everything that you are seeing, when you see white color now, it becomes black to you. Why? Because your focus is broken. But I came by to encourage you. Do not allow the devil from hell to break your focus. Our calling, the Bible says our calling is not a downward calling, but it's an upward calling. Lift up your head and focus on the kingdom of God. Don't be distracted. Don't be distracted. A broken focus is the beginning of disasters. Whenever your focus is broken, the image you see will be wrong. When your focus is broken, you cannot arrive at your destination. I know we all have a destination. But when you break your focus, you will not reach that far. You will not reach to your destination when your focus is broken. And that's why the devil is happy to break your focus. Because he don't have any good plan for you. He want to break your focus. Church, where is your focus this morning? King of glory. Where is your focus this morning? Hallelujah. Where is your focus this morning? When your focus is broken, you cannot arrive at your destination. When your focus is broken, you will not achieve your purpose in life. Why? Because your focus is broken. You will be far from winning in your life if you lose your focus. Your vision in life will be accomplished when you have undivided focus. Be aware of the parasite in your businesses. Be aware of the parasite in your ministries. Be aware of the parasite in your community. Who are out to break your focus? Hallelujah. They are there to break your focus. When I was reading the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 23, Jesus and Peter, the Bible said Peter was trying to break the focus of Jesus. Jesus came into this world on a mission. And the purpose for which Jesus came into this world is to die on the cross so that we can be saved to get our salvation. But listen to what Peter said to him. When Jesus was about to go on the cross, 
Peter said, Master, I don't want you to go by the way of the cross. Hallelujah. I don't want you to go by the way of the cross. But Jesus, Peter trying to break the focus of Jesus. But the Bible led me to know that Jesus was smart enough to rebuke the devil out of Peter. He said, God behind me, you Satan. Sometimes there are some other situations that need to be rebuked. That want to break your focus. Jesus rebuked Peter. He said, get behind me, you Satan. Hallelujah. Peter said, I don't want you to go by the way of the cross. If Jesus was not to go on the cross to share his blood, are we going to be saved today? Will salvation be available today? Hallelujah. Only the blood of Jesus that have power to take away our sin. Even when you look in the Old Testament, at that time the Bible said people sacrifice animal blood to take away their sin. But the blood of the animal cannot take away your sin. The only thing the blood of the animal can do is to cover the sin, but it cannot take away the sin. Hallelujah. And the Bible led me to know that there's a power in the blood. The blood of Jesus will never lose the power. The blood of Jesus that is shed on the Calvary cross since 2,000 years ago, but the blood is still effective today to save you and myself. Somebody say the blood. Somebody say the blood. The blood of Jesus is still effective today to deliver mankind from the powers of sin. The blood of Jesus today is still effective to heal the sick. But Peter said, Master, I don't want you to go by the way of the cross. So if Jesus was not to go on the cross to share his blood, today where are we going to be? Do not allow the devil to break your focus. Hallelujah. There's a power in the blood. And the blood of Jesus will never lose the power. Since 2,000 years ago, but the blood is still effective. That's why the songwriter says, who can take away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus Christ. No amount of animal blood that can take away your sin. No amount of different sacrifices that you are making apart from Jesus that can take away your sin. But I came by to let you know this hour, the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth is able to redeem you whatsoever situation that you are for yourself. By his blood, the Bible says, we are healed. There is healing in the blood. There is deliverance in the blood. There is salvation in the blood. Hallelujah, somebody. There's healing in the blood. The blood of Jesus that is shed on the Calvary cross in 2,000 years, the blood today is enabled me to even stand before you to declare to you, thou says the Lord. Have it not been by his blood, we wouldn't have read this far. Hallelujah. The blood of Jesus is what will deliver you. The blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. The blood of Jesus. I came by to let you know, be focused. Focus on the kingdom of God. If you lose your focus... The next thing is accident, disaster. I don't want you to be involved in a spiritual accident. Hallelujah. 
Never will you go by war anymore. If you focus your mind on the kingdom of God, never will you go by war anymore. You will not be a victim of destiny killer whenever you focus your mind on Christ Jesus. Allow him to give you the direction for your life. I decree and declare this hour that you will never be a victim for a destiny killer if you focus your mind on Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Today will be the beginning of a new thing in your life. When you decide to focus on the kingdom, then see you at the top. Stand up on your feet. Stand up on your feet. Let us pray. I just want for believers in this house to lift up your hands to the Lord as a son of surrender to him. Thank you, Jesus. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. Let your will be done this morning. Your word have come forth. I pray in a special way, O oh God. You told me in your word that whatsoever word that come out of the mouth of your servant will never return to you in void. May your word accomplish the reason for which it has been spoken. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let somebody encounter you this morning. Whenever somebody encounter you, their life cannot remain the same. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I pray for new life. I pray for new beginning this morning. I pray, Lord, even for the sake this morning in our midst. Your word declared that by your stripes we have been healed. There are some other people right now, the Dieter have already given up about their situation. But I know that Dieter killed, but you healed. And I call you my greater physician. I also call you my impossibility specialist. Lord, move this morning. Touch somebody this morning. Lay your healing hand upon somebody this morning. I release your healing power this morning, Lord. Thank you, Messiah. I pray this hour, King of Glory, for your outstanding miracle in the house. Heal somebody right now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We magnify your name. We give you the honor. We give you the praise. We bound every principalities and power, every attack of the enemy that want to make us to lose our focus from the kingdom of God. We rebuke in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Messiah. I pray today, Lord, that you will open our mind. I pray that you will open our eyes. Our mindset about the kingdom must change. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ is not a Santa, but Jesus has came. He came into this world as a redeemer for mankind. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We magnify your name. We honor you. We give you the praise. I pray this hour for Pastor Rich and the family. Even he's not, he's not well, but Lord, your word declared that by your stripes, he is healed. Thank you, Messiah. Thank you, Messiah. In all things, he's more than a conqueror. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We magnify your name this hour. As we are about to leave from here, we are not living from your presence. Let the Holy Spirit go along with us. I commit tomorrow into your hand. We don't know what tomorrow may bring for us. But Lord, we put our trust in you that you will make our tomorrow to be greater than our yesterday and today in the name of Jesus Christ.
thank you, Lord. We give you the praise. I pray, Lord, for business owner in the church, in the community, Lord, a speed increase in their businesses. I pray for the farmer in this district. Lord, increase them in every areas of their life. I pray for the community sufferers for spiritual revival. Every stronghold of the gospel operating in this region by the powers of the Holy Spirit. We pull down every stronghold this morning in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, your word declare that at the mention of your name, Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord. At the mention of your name, at the mention of your name this morning, let Sufa confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord. At the mention of your name this morning, let South Dakota confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Every contrary spirit to your word, every false prophet operating in this region, Lord, we destroy their false altar this morning. We destroy their demonic altar this morning by fire in the name of Jesus. Oh, God of Elijah, who answer prayer by fire? Hear me this morning and answer me this morning by fire. Thank you, Messiah. We gave you the glory. We gave you the honor. Let your people be thirsty for the kingdom of God. Let your people be thirsty for righteousness. Because your word declared that we should first seek your kingdom and your righteousness and all things will be added unto you. Thank you, Messiah. We give you the praise. In Jesus' mighty name, somebody put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. It is well.